The snowpack at high elevations in the West stores water used for drinking, irrigation, recreation, and industry. The snow acts like a reservoir, but if climate change continues at its current pace, rainstorms coming on top of snowpack could increase flooding problems in large areas of the western U.S. and Canada. Keith Musselman of the University of Colorado at Boulder and the Institute of Arctic and Alpine Research recently published a study with his colleagues about rain-on-snow events. He's a terrestrial hydrologist, and an experience he had in Canada led to his team's recent research. As part of my training, I was living up in the Banff area, and I witnessed the, one of the larger uh, rain-on-snow flood events uh, in Canadian history. And there was a substantial destruction of property, um, and there were lives lost. Um, and as a hydrologist and a, and a trained civil engineer, I, I recognized uh, the challenges that we, ha we face with these rain-on-snow flood events, challenges in, in how difficult they are to predict and how poorly understood they are generally. The June 2013 flood around Banff and Calgary was the largest that area had seen in more than 80 years. Five died and $6 billion Canadian in damage, all due to heavy rainfall on melting snowpack in the Rockies. And more recently in 2017, a rain-on-snow event caused the evacuation of more than 180,000 people near the Oroville Dam in California over fears it could fail. The researchers noticed a gap in the current understanding about these rain-on-snow events. We as hydrologists and flood forecasters, reservoir managers, we lack information about how much water is going to come down the pike, come down our rivers and into our reservoirs, given a forecasted rain event. Presently, forecasters can tell when a rainstorm is coming in, but they don't know how it's going to affect the snow on the ground and how it will affect downstream reservoirs. To begin to understand rain-on-snow events, Musselman and his colleagues looked at data developed at the National Center for Atmospheric Research. They used NCAR's Yellowstone supercomputer to compile the information, which took a year. They also ran simulations with a warmer future based upon climate trends and assumed no change in policies about carbon emissions. And the results? I was a little surprised as to how these flood regimes shifted. And by shifting, I mean how do they shift in the frequency and the intensity and the total flood volume. In fact, in some regions, the models show a more than doubling and tripling of flood volumes with a warmer climate. And that was, that was quite astounding. The areas that could be affected the most are the Colorado River headwaters in Wyoming, Utah, and Colorado, the Sierra Nevada, and the Canadian Rockies. Musselman and his colleagues hope that their research will help assess risks in the future as climate change shifts both the timing and severity of future flood events. For H2O Radio, I'm Jamie Sudler.